0: Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. We are starting a brand new series called The Power of Routine. And we are looking at how we can come up with uh, processes by which we can become stronger and more Christ-like in how we live. Our whole uh, Thing about this is setting up this process that it becomes something that we do quite frequently uh, the subtitle for this particular episode is called a solid foundation so it's a power of routine a solid foundation a solid foundation Particularly, what we're going to be talking about is talking about the Word of God. We uh, have to understand that the Bible is God's authoritative Word. And it shows us clearly who God has been in history. It's an it's, uh, it's authoritative Word. It shows us how He has interacted with humankind in history. And it also shows us how he desires to interact with us as individuals. So not only uh, humanity in the macro sense, but individuals in a micro sense. And the underlying point in this is that we must read the Bible regularly in order to know what it says and before we go any further let's talk about our title the power of routine the word power means to have an ability uh, to do or to act having this ability to do or act or a capability of doing or accomplishing something routine means a regular course of procedure, uh, commonplace tasks, chores, or duties, as must be done regularly or at specific intervals. Another another version broke it down. A definition said typical or everyday activities. So having this ability to do something regularly or at specific intervals if you were inquiring what type of topic that this would fall under it would be under the topic of what is called spiritual disciplines the things that we do to cause us to become more disciplined in the area of what we are a disciple of so if we're talking about spiritual discipline those things that we do to Cause us to conform more to the image of Christ than to the image of self. I'm gonna say it again. To cause us to more conform to the image of Christ than to the image of ourselves. We're gonna be looking at uh, 2 Timothy, uh, the third chapter, and we're just gonna go through a couple of verses in there so that we can go ahead. And get into this. This is kind of an introduction, but also we're going to dig into it a little bit. And so let's jump into it. This is the uh, English Standard Version. Let's look at 2 Timothy, the third chapter, the tenth. Starting at that tenth verse, it says this This is Paul addressing his son in the gospel named Timothy. You, however, have followed my teaching, my conduct, I just want to put a quick little note right there. Paul says, if you are going to live this life, if you are going to be a disciple of uh, the kingdom of God, there is a level of persecution that's going to come at you. we have to realize that although we would love for everyone to be our friend, everyone to, to appreciate us, everyone to be on our side, God says because you are not trying to be, uh, live as yourself, that you're trying to conform to the image of Christ, there's going to be some folks that come up against you because they do not want you to do that. So verse 12 says, Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, while evil people and imposters will go on from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. Then in verse 14, he says, But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it and how from childhood you have been acquainted with sacred writings which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in christ jesus then he says all scripture is breathed out by god and profitable for teaching for reproof for correction and for training in righteousness that the man of god may be complete equipped for every good work. Father, we thank you for your word because it's through your word that we are made into the image of Christ. So I just want to take a couple moments just to go through this and and, and so that we can look at this in a way that says we have this solid foundation. The first point that I want to make about the scriptures is that There are so many documents that validate the truth of Scripture that it it, it could be overwhelming how other nations that were in the uh, Near East at the time wrote about this little country and wrote about some things in this little country that are not only uh, validated in their writings, but also validated in the Word of God. Some folks don't realize that when archaeologists were going through the uh, the area to find ruins, that they were actually using the Bible and the uh, descriptions that the Bible had in them In order for them to find locations more so than any other documents because they were discovering that the Bible was accurate and true in its historic renderings so over all these years over all these things we are finding that there is historical validation of the scriptures so we not only should realize that there is not only uh support for the legitimacy of the le- le- legitimacy of scripture historically but there is also uh validation based upon these archaeological findings these discoveries and should provide us with understanding how sure our foundation is because of its history. But not only should it be based upon history, it should also be based upon the fact that you have an experience with the word of God. Not only far reaching back into history, but now into the present we have experienced. Uh, we have to understand that it's it's holy, it's holiness as God's breathe out message for humanity. That belief is by faith is confirmed by the internal witness of the Holy Spirit. As soon as someone rejects the holiness and the authority of the Bible, they begin to wander from the message of the gospel. And this has been proven time and time again. Once folks try to remove the uh, position of the Scripture and try to put it on the same level as other literature, they remove the spiritual aspect that represents the Word of God. The Word of God is not only good for our mind, it's not only good for our reading, but it has this underlying tone that touches us in our spirit in where we truly live. The word of God touches us in such a way that it causes us no longer to look at things with the same perspective as we had before we inquired the word of God. And so we have to realize that as we go through this life that if we want to stay on the solid foundation, if we want to stay on the foundation that never wavers or fails, we have to become acquainted with that foundation. So it is very important for us to grab hold of this Word of God that has been validated, proven, has shown itself to be true over many, many, many years. And when we look at the Word of God and as we inquire of the Word of God, we come to this point whereby we make the decision that I am going to do, I am going to live, I am going to example this more and more in my life. Now sometimes we can feel like it appears to be better not to do the Word of God. But you know, there's a saying that says appearances can be deceiving. And just like we read in that scripture, that there are some evil pit people, some imposters, that not only are they being deceived because they are not grabbing hold of to the world, but they're also out deceiving because they have removed the spiritual connotations that come from the Bible remove the authority of the Word of God and have delegated or delineated it down to just a book of stories. But it is far beyond that because over thousands of years, different writings have validated one another to show that there is a greater entity something greater i declare that is the god the creator of heaven and earth who has orchestrated this so that we can have something that we can look at and depend on in our situation somebody should be saying amen right there and so i want to just encourage us to operate in that direction I want to just to to, to whet your appetite. I, I I wrote down a few scriptures that talk about the significance of the word of God, the, the transformative power, the encouragement, the empowerment that we can get from the Word of God. And I'm going to run through these rather quickly, but Listen to them, hear them, and my goal is just to go through the scriptures and not stop and uh come and do a commentary on them. But I just want you to hear these scriptures. I'm going to say where they're located, I'm going to say what it says, and I'm going to go on to the next one. Here we go. Are you ready? Here we go. Supporting scriptures is what we're going to call this right now supporting scriptures to the authority and uh to the uh, power of the word of God. Hebrews 4 and 12. These are all the Eng- English standard version. Hebrews 4 and 12 says, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of sword soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intention of the heart. Psalms 119.105 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. James 1.22 says, But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only deceiving yourself. Psalms one nineteen and nine says, How can a young man keep his way pure? by guarding it according to your word. Luke eleven twenty eight says, but he said, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Isaiah forty and eight says, The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. Psalms eighteen thirty says, This God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord proves true. He is a shield for all those who take refuge in him. Uh, Matthew 7, 24 says, everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Matthew 24 and 35 says, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Psalms 119, 130, the unfolding of your words give life. It imparts understanding to the simple. John 1 and 1 says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. John 8:31 says, So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. John 1 14 says, And the Lord became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Isaiah 55 and 11 says, So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. Proverbs 30 and 5 says, every word of God proves true. He is a shield uh, to those who take refuge in him. Psalms 119 and 11, I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Psalms 19 and 7, the law of the Lord is perfect. Reviving the soul, the testimony of the Lord is true. Making wise the simple. These are all scriptures that are found in the word of God. That tells us what process, what the Word of God does in us as we routinely read it, as we routinely pull it into and make it into a part of our lives. Remember the power of routine, the ability. To do something at regular intervals. The ability to do something at regular intervals. So we're talking about getting into the word of God at regular intervals. So that it can encourage you. So that it can tempt you. It can provoke you. And I mean temper as in temper. The word of God comes into our lives and it causes us to... Remove some things. It causes us to look at things in a different perspective so that we can walk in the power of the word. It causes us, like I said, to move from trying to conform to being us to conforming to be in the image of Christ. So as we do this, we see this fact is that it has an inherent power based upon the authority of God and our confidence that God's authority is the absolute authority. That He has set forth a precedent, He has set forth a direction, He has set forth His uh, charge to us to go and live in this way. And he will use us as an example to other nations So that they can know other peoples So that they can know that his word is true I'm, I'm about done for today But what I, want, what I want you to do is As you're sitting there right now As you're sitting there right now I want you to do something I want you to put a hand in the air. And then I want you, from where you are sitting, I want you to, perf- to point to the direction that is north. I want you to point to what you believe right now is the direction north. All right? I want you to point to the direction that is north. Now, if we were in a big old group, I usually have folks close their eyes and do this because that even makes it more funny. When you can have two people sitting beside each other, one pointing this way, another point, person pointing this way, and because north is an absolute, our perception of what north is can all be different but because our perception is different does not change the fact that north from where i am is this way so i can all all day say north is this way and i can begin to go in what i think is north But in the actuality of life, I am not going in the right direction. So I need something that has validated direction, that has come up with the absolute for direction to travel for me to be going in the right direction. So, I mean, if you have your iPhone, you can pull it out and pull up your compass and you can validate for yourself which way your north actually is. But let's take it out of that asterisk and then let's talk about this because we can go in a direction that we think is the right direction. But until we look at the map, as we look at what has been established As the true the absolute we can never know what direction we are going in and as we go through life we can pretty much be like a ship we can be going in a direction but if we do not at regular intervals routinely check The compass to make sure that we're going in the right direction, we will find out that the waves of life, the water of life, can begin to take us slightly off course. And the longer that you go off course, the longer it takes for you to get back on course. So we need to encourage ourselves daily. We need to grab hold of this word of God daily and 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 trust that it is so true that the direction that it is providing for us is the direction from the creator of all things and that he's moving us into this direction again so that we can put self down and become more like his son. That we conform to the image of Christ. That we become greater citizens in the kingdom of heaven. And sometimes the storms or the waves that we go through in life can be things that are said to us, things that are said about us, things that happen in our lives. But we have to go be able to go back to the compass, to the word and look in the word and see that what everyone is saying about us or to us is not what God says about and to us and be able to push those things that are trying to take us in a different direction down and stay focused on, locked into the Word of God, conforming to the image of Christ. And so we have to be reminded of what God's Word says so that we can live in the way that God wants us to live so that we can be an example for others and encouragement for others as time goes on. I want to drop in your lap one final thing and then we'll call it a day. If you do not currently have a regular Bible reading plan, I would challenge you to come up with a plan I'm going to even go a little bit further you don't even have to come up with it I'm going to challenge you for the rest of this quarter to read as much as you can out of the book of Psalm I mean out of the book of Proverbs we'll make it really easy so For instance, there are 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs. There's 31 days in a month. So, for every chapter that is aligned with your day, you can read the whole chapter, you can read a part of the chapter, you can find a couple of scriptures in that chapter, and do that repeatedly until... They start resonating with you. You know they start resonating with you. That as you start reading one part of the chapter, the other part of the chapter starts talking back to you. Or or you, you know, you start saying, Well, I know what's getting ready to happen next, as it starts resonating with you. So take one chapter, for instance, today is the fourth. So you look at the fourth chapter of uh, proverbs and you read through the fourth chapter of proverbs and maybe you say man this this verse really speaks to me and then tomorrow which is the fifth you go in the fifth chapter and you go through and you find another scripture and you keep doing this and you realize that the scriptures really do speak to you they really do assist you in conforming to the image of christ Yes, even in the Old Testament, the scriptures tell, push us to be holy, to push us to be godly in our conduct, which is what Jesus did when he was obedient to his Father. For us that are technologically fine, uh, sound, you can go to, uh, on your, on your, on your uh, computer, you can go to www dot bible dot com they have different devotionals in there they have different bible reading plans they have all these different things but what i want you to do is find something that is easy for you that you can put into your routine for a time period i actually would have i had now this kind of dates me a little bit but i had bible on tape so i kept the tape in my car so i could keep having these same scriptures go over and over and over and over and over and over, and over again so then they just kept resonating in my mind and so then what what happened is i wouldn't change out the tape for a while so i already knew what it's going to say but it kept ringing in my mind now i know you got mp3s and you got all those ways but it just you can use audio uh Bible on t- something to keep this word ever before you so it can show you how solid a foundation it is for your life to cause you to conform to the image of Christ. I challenge you. Either do uh, a chapter of Proverbs for every day or go to the Bible.com and find something but routinely, regular intervals, I will tell you daily to look into the Word of God because it provides us with the direction because life will try to push us from one direction to another. But because it's a solid foundation, when things come to try to push us away, it doesn't happen because we're going in a direction that God has given for us to go in that he would be glorified. Now if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior I do have something I need to say to you because you must establish a relationship with God. Now what I mean by that is the Bible says it like this it says if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you shall be saved you shall be rescued you shall be delivered from and what is it that you will be rescued saved delivered from is the penalty of sin the Bible says that the penalty of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord I do not want you to have to die I want you to live the eternal life and in order for you to do that you have to make the decision what I want does not override your decision and if you also want eternal life if you also want things to change in your current situation God has provided through his word the solid foundation that you need in order to cause changes in your situation. He will provide a direction, the true north that you need to go in so that you can be victorious. As I said before, it's quite simple. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. And then in that same area of scripture, it says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And so my desire for you today is that if you have not accepted Christ as your Savior, that today will be your day. And if you have made that decision today, Please let us know so that we can provide you with additional instruction, that we can be uh, encouragers of you, of you as you go forward in this life. Because the other great thing about being a kingdom, of, of, a citizen of God's kingdom, is the fact is that this is not a solo event. This is a team event. A group. We have come together to encourage one another toward good works and godliness. So we are here to help you. Please email us at info at godshousecc.com and we will get back with you and provide you with the information to help you along this journey. Those that uh, have not picked up a routine for Bible reading, I challenge you today. You can use the Proverbs plan. You can go to Bible.com. But the thing is, do it. Do it and it will begin to help you transform your life. That you will live a glorious life in Christ Jesus. Thank you again for hanging out with us today at God's House Christian Church. Our challenge today is to securely place ourselves on the solid foundation of the Word of God. That we will stand when things happen, when situations happen, that we will stand on the absolute truth of what the Creator of the universe has said. So friends, family, our desire is for you to have a victorious, wondrous week in Jesus' name.